weight gain piece is another symptom that if you know you if things aren't going well for us as women in our minds in our you know lives if we're over committed and we're feeling stressed out weight loss is going to be your lowest priority for your body your body is just trying to make it through the day and survive and when we're in survival mode fat storage is so much easier than burning fat and people don't realize how much of an energy expenditure fat loss actually takes you think hey i got all this extra fat if i don't eat or if my body needs something can it just eat off that and grab some energy you know stored in the back back here and it's just not how it works especially as we go up 35 and up if you're there at those ages now you've noticed things have started to slow way way down and and that's the stress piece and and our body's just not being able to regulate and handle everything coming at us Hi, I'm Victoria Dumay, your host of the Fueled by Gratitude podcast. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Fueled by Gratitude has the pleasure of interviewing and having raw, authentic conversations with amazing guest speakers who are entrepreneurs, coaches, business professionals, and everyday amazing human beings. Each individual is here to share their testimonies and principles to living a life in which you are not just surviving, but a life in which you are thriving in. In today's episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing with Emily Murphy. She's a weight loss and mindset coach that uses functional nutrition to heal metabolism and balance hormones. She also teaches key behavioral strategies to help women break free from yo-yo dieting, binge eating, and habits that kept them stuck for years. I loved today's interview and you are too. It's actually more of a conversation like all of the podcasts. Uh, guests that we have. We are just having a raw, authentic conversation on the area of health and our bodies and the dysregulation of our bodies. You're going to hear a lot about, about how your body is just like like communicating and screaming for help. And we need to tune into that. And most of the reasons we are struggling in our health and in our weight loss journey is more than just the diet and the exercise that you're doing. It's not about getting the perfect diet. It's not about the perfect amount of calories or the exercises and all of that. All of that is an is like an overflow. What we really need to tune into is our bodies, our minds, our energies, our the dysregulation that is happening. And if you can bring awareness to what is happening and how, and you're going to hear Emily talking about taking an audit of your life and the things that you're doing and how things are not working out. And if you are struggling with burnout, which I feel like all of us get to a point of burning out. If you're struggling with that, the signs that you are wanted to look at that signal dysregulation. And if you can tune into that and correct those things, everything else will be in almost like correction mode to give you the results that you are wanting, to give you the energy and to not go into the vicious cycle of the yo-yo dieting and the yo-yo of, you know, results that we get in life when we're not really tuning into our bodies. So before I keep ranting on, enjoy today's episode with Emily Murphy, because I sure did. And be blessed today with all of the good nuggets and information she shares with us.
All right, everybody, welcome to another episode on the Fueled by Gratitude podcast. And I have a very special guest today, Emily Murphy. Her and I met at a Nona leadership event and we just hit it off like immediately. We connected and I just love her energy, number one. And number two, I love what she helps women do in their lives. And that is get them straight in their health and wellness and understand what is happening in their body and why they might be suffering in certain type of things such as burnout or not having enough energy. And so in the Fuel by Gratitude podcast, it's all about lifestyle. It's all about helping you live a life in which you're thriving and not just surviving. And I know that Emily, you're going to be able to give a lot of tips and tools here to my audience on how to really create a thriving life in this specific area of life. And that is health. And I think without your health, you really can't thrive in life. Like if, if it, that's not like a 10 or close to a 10, you're going to suffer right in other areas. So I just, I'm super excited to have you on here and Thank have you. all of my, yes, have all of my guests, li- I mean, like subscribers and listeners of the podcast really get a lot of um, knowledge today and hopefully some like hope, right? Hope yeah. to <laughs> be able to move forward and have success in this specific area of their life. So I want to introduce you. Emily Murphy is a life coach, weight loss and mindset coach. She specializes in hormone balance and functional nutrition. And of course, you're going to explain this a lot better than I can. So just go ahead and say hi. So much gratitude for you being here as a guest. I appreciate you and thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah, thank you, Victoria. It's um, so nice to connect and... I look forward to sharing a lot of value today and helping your audience understand where they are with their health. And I believe the exact same that, you know, our power starts with our health, right? If we want to go out and make big impact and do all these things, but we can't manage like what's going on inside our bodies, right? We have very little left to give outside and women, especially already, we have trouble as it is just making sure that everybody else is taken care of before us. And as we attempt to do more and we find bigger purpose and bigger passion, we seem to go bottom, 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 farther down the list. Right. And it's like, we can wake up and you're feeling just like crap every day. You're not functioning well. Every time you eat, you might have bloating and digestion issues. Like, All of these things throughout your day, your low energy, your poor sleep, your maybe grumpiness or moodiness, we we tend to find ourselves maybe being extra irritable, right? And we we have to be able to show up as our best selves. And that just starts within our bodies first. And so I use functional nutrition. Like I use functional nutrition and tools and you know, balancing of habits to to get yourself back to where the energy is coming from within you. You're not having to go find it somewhere else. I love that. So everything you just said, I was like, check, check, check. (laughs) Yep. I can totally relate to that. I know that me, I'm a working mom. I'm a wife. I just got married like a few months ago and I trying to balance everything definitely gets me in burnout, burnout mode. And I tried to create systems and systems and systems. And sometimes those systems don't work. And I'm sure people listening here can like totally relate to this. And I've tried so many things and then they work temporarily and then they don't work anymore. And as soon as there's like something that comes into my life that wasn't expected, then I'm out of that routine that I was in. 
And so it's like this vicious, I call it like the vicious cycle. And, um, you know, I know for me as a life coach and I teach women mindset and other type of, you know, ways of creating balance in other parts of their life. It's, it's very easy to get off track sometimes, but creating like a rebound system, I'm sure you can share a little bit about that, like how to rebound. And I watched one of your lives in your group where you said, you know, these, here's some of the mistakes that most people will do after they had like a vacation week or like a weekend of fun. And then they think they have to like cut their calories and go on like, you know, um, intense cardio workouts. And, you know, like, that's what I used to do. And when I watched your videos, like, me oh too, God, me too. To. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to keep talking. Believe me, a lot of my understanding of everything and what, what my formal education didn't teach me, I had to learn in the school of hard knocks, right. And, and do all these things for years and years and put more stress on my body and figure out that that wasn't the way that our bodies work. And, you know, just focused on trying to rebound when it, like when it comes to weight loss compared to rebounding and resetting hormone function and your body's energy. These are totally different things. Yeah. And I, and so now I've noticed because I'm in the arena of health and wellness and mindset and, and all of this stuff. So I, I have been hearing a lot that, that word that you say hormones, hormones, because I don't think it was really talked about, you know, like, you know, a decade ago, no one was talking about like hormones and how that relates to your health or your weight loss um, results. And so I know you're going to share about that in, in today's interview and in, in our podcast interview today. Um, but before we get there, because I know that is a key part of it. And most women don't, are not educated on that. What are some signs that women can like, kind of like be open to or, or be aware of that is showing them that they're not in that balance or that they're creating more chaos or they're creating that vicious cycle of burnout or getting back into that? Like, what are some of the signs right now that, that we can, that if someone's listening right now knows that like, yeah, that's me. Like, great that's question. That. Great question. So I think we tend to override the feelings that our body gives us a lot. And especially if, um, you know, you're in a workplace where you have to, you know, maintain your certain level of performance. If you're a business owner, if you're a, like me, like Victoria, probably, I mean, type A driver personality, we get really used to override. So we might feel low energy. That's your body sending you a signal that, hey, today something's a little off, right? But we go, no, I'm going to push through. I'm going to get up. I'm going to caffeinate or get whatever resources I need to get up and make, make my way through my day, right? Then we might be a little moody and feel a little off and more irritable. And we go, okay, shake that off. Be a good mother. Don't talk to your kids like that. Be a good wife. Don't snap at your husband. You know, keep your mouth shut if your boss is yelling at you or, or anything, right? We start to suppress and we think, well, maybe I'm just, it's just me. I'm just off. Well, that's maybe another signal that your body isn't really working well. Maybe you're underfed. You're, you don't, you haven't had enough rest, enough rechargeable time where, you know, we're like cell phones almost, right? If we, if you don't, plug your battery in at night, if you don't get a good full night's rest, you're spending the whole day trying to charge your phone, right? You're finding outlets and you're plugging in somewhere and you're at a coffee shop and you're like, I didn't charge my phone last night. 
kind of like how our bodies are. So then maybe your cycle comes around and your PMS is, is horrific. And, you know, you're just you're turning into this monster. It was uh, same. This happened to me. I was diagnosed with PMDD. Um, it's just like horrible, the, the most horrible PMS symptoms that, you know, you can imagine. Well, it's another sign that something is off. Our hormones are off. And when estrogen and progesterone start swinging, our bodies can't handle it. And we go, okay, let me take some ibuprofen or let me get on some birth control is, is a lot of times a doctor's suggestion. Um, then not being able to sleep at night, racing thoughts during the day, uh, bloating and digestive issues. These could be from stress from our intestines just being you know, really not able to be in a rest and digest state and our body just constantly being in this fight or flight and racing, like racing thoughts from one thing to the next where you feel like it's really hard to concentrate. And it's all symptoms of our body. It's like throwing up all of these red flags all the time, like help, help. We need help. We need you to stop. We need you to slow down. And we're like, yeah, I just have all this stuff going on, but you know, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And your body's screaming at you, right? For help. And, and we're like, something seems off. I don't know what it is. And it's right in front of us, like this big, huge elephant in the room. So, so those are some of the things you could be looking out for. Others might be um, really uh like achiness and joint pain, that can be another sign of hormonal dysfunction, nutrition deficiency, um, not um, being able to sleep at night when you, even though you've been fatigued all day long, right? So you're like, oh, if I could just lay down and rest, but then you go to sleep at night and your brain is just like, no way we're going to think about everything that happened since middle school, right? And what you're <laughs> dealing with now and all the things. Um, and, and then the weight gain piece is another symptom that if, you know, you, if things aren't going well for us as women in our minds, in our, you know, lives, if we're overcommitted and we're feeling stressed out, weight loss is going to be your lowest priority for your body. Your body is just trying to make it through the day and survive. And when we're in survival mode, Fat storage is so much easier than burning fat. And people don't realize how much of an energy expenditure fat loss actually takes. You think, hey, I got all this extra fat. If I don't eat or if my body needs something, can it just feed off that and grab some energy, you know, store it in the backpack here? And it's just not how it works, especially as we go up 35 and up. If you're there at those ages now, you've noticed things have started to slow way, way down. And, and that's the stress piece. And, and our body's just not being able to regulate and handle everything coming at us. Then we don't regulate blood sugar well. Our blood sugar jumps around all day. And at that point, it really doesn't matter. If you're eating salads and boiled chicken breast, it doesn't matter. Like your body will find a way to store it as fat. I mean, look at cows, right? They can, they can eat vegetables all day. They can eat grass and look how big they can get. Your body will find a way to do what it thinks is best for you. And that is not usually being like a size three, okay? <laughs> which, which I still use junior sizes in my head because it makes me feel better. <laughs> 
but our bodies don't care what our high school weight was or what you know you want it to be our bodies care that you're safe and you're not in this survival mode and that's it's going to take getting out of that for things to change Wow. So good. So I teach a lot about self-regulation as well, because trauma definitely can, you know, dysregulate your nervous system. And a lot of us have trauma and it's like you said, you hit it like just perfectly that we're our, our, our unconscious brain is just looking to keep us safe and it will do whatever it needs to do. And I know for me, for sure, I definitely pack on probably I could pack on about 10 pounds if I'm under in, under the survival mode mindset and the uh am I going to be okay is everything going to be okay and it's instant and I could keep my diet the same and workout routine the same as I always have but then I'll still gain the weight and I've definitely been there especially when I'm you know taking on some like business risks or something like that or launching yeah. a new concept or I remember when I launched my gratitude boxes last year and my first uh, month they sold out, but I went into anxiety and like, am I going to be able to maintain this? It was weird because even though I should have been happy that it had success, I unconsciously went into this like survival mode. Like, I don't know, like failure mode. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I could fail though. You know, and so that's crazy. our brain. That's totally our brain and our body trying to protect us because our body doesn't know failure as in like we're out on our own searching for new territory and land and we might come across, you know, some something or somebody that might kill us or, or, or whatever. Our brain doesn't know the difference between that and, hey, you have a book launch, right? right. And it might fail. Like, so your, your brain and your body say, like, let's, let's send all these warning signs, keep her safe, keep her in her comfort zone and keep her where she knows that tomorrow's going to be here. Right. And, right. and everything is okay. Our bodies like our, they just doesn't, doesn't like that. So how much of this would you say is unconscious? Because really I didn't, I didn't know that, you know, last year when I was gaining that weight, um, you know, like I, I know mindset and I know about like unconscious programs and things like that, but I was really, uh, I actually had a, a session with a weight loss coach that kind of teaches the same that you teach. And she was the one who brought me the awareness that what my body was doing was that it was in survival mode because of this new business launch that I had. And then she even asked me questions like, I want, tell me what your office looks like right now. And I remember telling her like, oh my gosh, it's a mess. Like I have piles everywhere. Um, I have things that like I need to get to, but I've been avoiding getting to. And she was just like helping me bring this awareness about like, well, like how you're hoarding right now and how you're not avoiding getting to, that's what's going on inside your body. Your body's hoarding. It's, 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 it's hoarding this, this fat, you know, almost in a way and storing and storing. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. And so it's so crazy. And I, I love that. Um, it's something yeah. that I go through with my clients also decluttering and understanding that your brain has to process everything in front of you visually that it sees. And if there's mess and chaos here, it's going inward. And right. then trying to, the awareness is so big. It's such a big part of it. Sometimes it's just a matter, and I know you know this, a matter of telling yourself you're safe, yeah. that this isn't life or death. And that can be in the form of journaling, meditation, you know, just having, I have talks with myself throughout my day might seem crazy if I were 
yeah. somebody were watching me all day. This is this is how it looks, you know. Emily, yeah. this is not life or death. This is something that you're you might have anxiety about. You might be, you know, holding feelings that you don't understand that you need to process and get out. And so then there's options, right? Like journaling, meditation, go talk to somebody, hire a coach, you know, find somebody that helps you get out of your own head and understand what you're going through until you can do that on your own. And I still have a coach. Um, right. And I, and I have a marriage coach and when, you know, when two yeah. of us are having trouble getting out of our own heads, right. We got to talk to somebody else and that's just totally normal. Um, cause you can get stuck in your own thoughts and be just feeling like you're going oh, crazy so and things true. aren't changing. So, so self-regulation is definitely a, 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 a system to have in place. I would say for sure. I know it's become one of mine to just be conscious and aware of it because I think a lot of people listening here, they're too caught up in like the surface because I know that was for me. They're like, well, I'm doing the things and I'm doing the strategies and I'm working out and I'm doing the diet plan. And sometimes it's about not doing the things because you're so overcommitted. Right. And we can only do so much. And we're, right. we're trying to power through hard workouts and workouts should be energizing, right? They shouldn't be energy sucking. And I know that People get really motivated and they're in a lot of pain with, with going into their closets every day and maybe not finding clothes that fit. And it's like, what can I do today? Well, I could go get on the treadmill and kill myself. I could do these hard, heavy work, like hit workouts and amp my body up and my heart rates through the roof. And I feel like I did something. I was sweating, intensity, all the things. And that's backwards for us, right? Because that's more of what we've been feeling all day, every day. And our body just says, well, now she's really running for her life. She's fighting her way through every, you know, her day and she's in danger. This is life or death. Store right. more fat, store more fat, be out of balance, you know, keep her awake at night, keep her alert. She's unsafe and oh, it gets wow. harder and harder. Oh my gosh. This is so good. Oh my, like I can relate to everything that you're saying. And I know that like people listen, like, oh my God, that's so me too. So Oh my gosh. So where does someone even begin to start? So awareness is key, knowing that your body is trying to regulate in some way or another, or it needs to be regulated. And then it's going to go off on hormonal, hormonal imbalances and things like that. So all these things are at play. Someone listening may think that they, none of this is relatable. I feel like everyone is different in their like path of, you know, of um, health and, and what they are doing. I know that I've had conversations with people where they told me that they're struggling with weight and I've asked them a few questions and they're just not, they're just not really aware of why. And, mm -hmm. or like, I would say, oh, I know that when I gain weight, my closet's usually a mess and my desk is usually a mess. And these people are gaining weight, but their houses are spick and span. And they're like, no, my house is completely organized and I'm a clean. You're like, and wait a minute. You don't have all that clutter. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so like, it's weird because it's like, I know it's different for everybody. So someone might be listening to us and say, well, no, like, actually, I can't think of anything that's really stressing me out. Maybe, maybe I don't, oh, you know, I'm a stay at home mom. Sometimes we get so, there is nobody I know that is not overcommitted right. and doesn't have a full plate. I mean, right. I just don't know any of those people <laughs> so, right. or it could be something else right maybe it's not work that's stressing them out but maybe it's depression for uh, depression anxiety for other reasons or whatever you Ooh, know but we also get so used to living at this such a high vibe that 
some people will say, and especially women will downplay, well, this is just my life. This is how, this is how it's always been. And we even get addicted to that stress and that high cortisol. And maybe you've heard women say, I just can't relax. I just can't sit still. I have to be doing something right. It's a reason when I start taking people off of these crazy workouts, they're doing, they start getting results, but they complain. And I'm sure you, you know, if you teach meditation, you hear people, it's hard to meditate, right? Yeah. It's hard to, and I still, I struggle with it. I almost have to do guided meditation. So somebody else is telling me to calm my thoughts down because I just can't do it. Um, and it is so hard. And that's why they call it a practice, right? Because you just got to keep at it. But we get so used to running like that, that I mean, we don't recognize it as stress. If our right. if our life really isn't in danger, we think, well, we we've got it good. We're so blessed. We're we should be happy. We shouldn't feel burnout. We and their house might be spick and span because they've got somebody clean in their house or something. But you know, we at the end of the day, I mean, it's having to have all these pieces of the puzzle together that is part of the burnout, like your right. house might be spick and span. You might be, that might be something that you spend hours a week doing and internally you stress about it. You don't even understand it as stress, but you're doing it. And there's just so many things when, when it comes to burnout, we've got to take an audit of our life, right? And figure out what are the things that are, that we absolutely have to do right? Your kids have to get fed. They have to get to school. They have to, they don't have to do every sport imaginable and have you running all over the country, literally. And that's one of the things I was doing, um, you know, flying out of state and things for, for volleyball tournaments and, and sports. And I mean, we, we lived at a time where our family was totally split up um, every weekend, and we would get home on Sunday night. There would be no groceries. The house was a mess. There was just, and we're going into Monday, the craziness starting all over again. And when, when quarantine happened, when COVID happened, it was actually, it was such a huge relief. And I had been riding on this like burnout, the edge of it for so long. And it was such a sigh. Like I, we finally were eating dinner as a family. We were eating breakfast as a family. We were seeing each other on a regular basis and we didn't have all these obligations. We, as we got out of quarantine and the world started to change and everything, my body, and this is where um, my real hormone, like the hormonal dysfunction hit the fan for me was trying to balance it all and go straight back into the life we were living after being calm and rested for three months. So I ran my labs and tested in pre-menopause numbers at 38 years old. Like I had just turned 38 and my, my hormones were a mess. And I had, I mean, I put on eight pounds, not doing anything different, just like you're talking about. I mean, my house was a mess. All my drunk drawers were cleaned out because it was COVID. We were doing home projects, you know, all the things. And, and then, you know, the world turned upside down on us and we're trying to make our way back into, you know, reality and, and it was crazy. So it's just a matter of figuring out, you know, what in your life is pulling at you where you 
you can't seem to find balance and that could be you know stuff that's uh keeping you from sleeping too much you know during the day and then waking up early mornings over committing at work whatever it is you've got to kind of do an audit and figure out what are some of the things that you could say no to you've got to start using the n-word right the no yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to, and you've got to start taking some of your time and energy back. And then the time you do have to relax, we've got to make sure we're actually relaxing. And a lot of times I'll talk to women who the only way they can relax is, is by drinking. And so when, you know, we get into the weekend and we're like, Oh, finally. And this was totally me. Like the only way I could unwind and unplug was to have a drink. It's going to elevate our cortisol. It's going to, you know, have all of our systems out of whack. And then we try to get back into Monday morning again. And we, we thought we relaxed and took some time off and everything's going crazy inside. Yeah. So, so doing an audit's really important just to start. And then, you know, figuring out what you can start saying no to and get back some of your time. If that, you know, means hiring help for things like cleaning your house. That's one of the things like I do believe in what can we outsource so you can take a break, even if that's just temporary. If you need to budget in a, a house cleaner for a few months to start to get some time back, home delivery, groceries, meal prep, anything you can do to get a little bit of time where you're just it, it's OK to sit on your couch and do nothing. And almost right. nobody can hear that, right? If I know. Told me that, <laughs> if you would have told me that five years ago, no way. I can't sit on my couch and do nothing. Productive people don't do that. Successful people don't do that. Right. But they do. Right, right. So there's all sorts of reasons that, I mean, this is probably why I would obviously encourage somebody to work with someone and gain a lot more awareness and knowledge in this area. But like, why it might be, happening for you where you're you're just running around in circles feeling the burnout not you're trying all these different things not able to lose the weight or maybe you're not able to keep it off maybe you're getting some weight loss right i've been there before like the yo-yo system losing the weight but then it coming right back right i think for me it was that i had systems that really wasn't practical for me and then like it would be easy for me to just get off the track I needed something that was going to be long-term lifestyle. Like I could never do, um, you know, a specific diet plans like Adkins or like keto or like all those different things. Um, because to me, it wasn't like a long-term lifestyle. Like, could I do it for a little bit and lose a little bit of weight? But then like everyone I've seen do those type of programs all of a sudden just get, get off because they're like, well, I can't, it doesn't fit into my life. You know, you have to alter your life drastically. And for some people, they might need to do some drastic alterations and things like that. But um, so I know that everyone here that especially if they're listening to this episode, they've tried it all. They're listening because maybe what they've been trying isn't working. But it's such an individual, right? It's such an individual thing. And I think it's different for everybody because we're all different. We're all unique. We have different lives. We have different pasts. We have different genetics. We have different metabolisms, like all these different things that are make us unique. And I think um, awareness is key. And I think that's what you really are bringing to light today is that there's all these different things that could be at play, our addictive emo addicting emotions, as you ex explained. And maybe someone listening, they are not overachievers, right? Then there are people who kind of like, 
you know, are a little bit laid back and a little bit more like, you know, like, like to relax a lot. We're not going to use the lazy word, but maybe they might feel like, well, if it was coming, if I compare myself to these crazy overachievers, I might be looked at as lazy. I'm not really whatever, but there's still something else deeper in there. Like you may not be an overachiever, but there's something happening that maybe you're just procrastinating on and you're not really doing something and you're just procrastinating. You're binge watching Netflix. You're on your phone for hours. There's something there that's just the same as the overachiever that feels like she has to do, do, do. But then the other person who's not doing, doing, doing is being procrastinating or just doesn't have the motivation to constantly be doing. There's still the same crap, I guess you could say, right? Mm -hmm. There's the still same emotional things that are dysregulating your body and keeping you putting on the weight. And I, I know that for me, like when I do go into procrastination mode or what I call unmotivated and not feeling like doing anything, I eat more because <laughs> I'm like, I'll go to the fridge. I'm bored and I'm eating. So, you know, there's that too. Right. So I think there's so much. So to kind of like bring this together, well, we just so I uh, just, because I know in, when you have people listening, you have a full spectrum of where people are at right now. And right. so an easy way to make this relatable for anybody is, and, and I really feel this is one of the steps in getting out of burnout, is defining what you think success is for yourself in your health, in your job or business, in your family life, in your relationship. When you have a clear definition of what that looks like, and you're just not trying to sit here and achieve at whatever pace that is for you, if it's you know, maybe on the, on, I don't even like want to say slower, but if that's a, you know, whatever, whatever pace you want to go at, if you don't have a clearly defined goal, that's when I feel women, especially are just overworking, overworking. They never feel good enough. They never feel like they've achieved or done enough at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month. Right. And this goes on and on. And we keep saying yes to everything. And we always want to do more. And we want to, you know, make sure on Facebook, everybody sees our, our highlight reel as, you know, look what we've done. Look, look where we're going. Look where my kids are in sports and, you know, on and on. And it just gets to be so overwhelming to any individual when you don't understand, like, what is my, what am I even really trying to achieve? Right. And we're all in different chapters and different seasons in our life with that. So you have to go back to the drawing board with that and, and make sure, you yeah. know, for every chapter and every season, what that actually looks like for you. That's so true. That's so true. Uh, my husband and I, we recently just said that we're going to be scheduling what we call a vision night because we, we've had a lot of different things change in the last like few years. Um, you know, like my career has shifted a lot. His career is starting to kind of shift. And we have some new goals and like plans for the future. And we, we tend to like talk and we're like, this would be nice. This would be nice. And listen to this. And we were like, you know what we need to do is we need to just sit down and have a vision and create clarity because right now we have all these great things. And I think in life, that's how it is. Like we have ideas of like what we, what we would enjoy and what might be nice. And like, well, this would be nice. Or let's just like, that would be nice to do here. And, and, you know, like, oh, whatever that may be, like we, we do it, we talk about it, we talk with our friends, we talk about it with our husbands or our children or whatever, but there's never any type of clarity and like vision, right? Or like plan of like, how are we gonna get there? Like what, what are we, how are we gonna create that 
and put it in motion and create intentionality. And I think with weight loss, that is, is, is important too. It's like, what do you want? Like you said, and like, how, what's the intentions, you know, what are the intentions that are going to create that alignment to get the results that you want? I think that in general, as a coach, my, all my first four to six week sessions, when I work with anybody is all what I call the clarity sessions, the, the vision, the, I'm sorry, the, um, revealing the awareness is like, what, who have you been being, why, and, you know, getting really clear on like what it is you want. And I could see how all of that is the same for weight loss. Right. And how, right. Right. I think also I had a very unhealthy perception of what, what it meant to be, you know, beautiful or like even that, right. As a woman, we have, we are so programmed to believe that we are healthy when you're a size this, or when you look like this and, you know, you can look like that and even in clothes, you know, I, I would compare myself because I would be like, I don't look like that in that outfit, you know, like what's wrong with me. It's like, you know, now I'm like aware that like, no, that doesn't mean that I'm not healthy. That doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, I hate to use the word skinny or whatever, but like, I think we all have these wrong ideas of what health means and what beautiful looks like. And we get hooked onto the scale and the number, like the best thing that I learned was just to never use the scale to, to, to determine if I was on track or not. And um, not that I never get on the scale, but I used to get on it like every day, every week, you know, like, and it used to be like, you know, my, my go-to way of seeing if I was on track for things. And now I'm like, no, like, you know, intuitively, once you know your body, you know, your clothes, you know, like you said, the burnout results. Right, right. If you're listening and in tune to your body, yeah, you should be able to be hearing what it's saying and what it's telling you and if things are off. Yeah. And I also, I had to learn the self-love. Like, I'm sure you talk about this too. Like I had to learn to really love myself and my unique body because I was so constantly, again, I know women do this constantly comparing my body to other women. And you know what? I'm just not built like them. I have, I have these hips and I'm Latin and that's just, but they're, they're not going anywhere. And, I and that's to, beautiful and that's fine. Right. Yeah, and but, you know, even but I at my lowest body weight I mean I still have loose skin from baby weight I still I lost 90 pounds also so I mean I it's not perfect when I'm even when I'm smaller than I am now which sometimes I like and sometimes I don't and there's there's also you know when when you can analyze your season and your chapter in life you can decide how intense you can work on your health right? And it shouldn't be something that you can't do forever. And there are some things though, just like in, in healing trauma and stuff where you are, you're going to have to do some of the things rapidly and in a short time to kind of get after and get momentum going. Right. But coming out of that and healing looks different and a maintenance looks different than what it takes to get the ball rolling. So there are some things where, you know, you should probably prioritize and and commit a little extra time, energy, effort, but then it should be you being okay with this being a lifelong process and no finish line. And sometimes throughout your year, you get a little more focused, you meal prep more, you focus more on, you know, the nutrition your body needs. And you're always looking though, when, when it's not the top priority, you're looking for the storm and the clouds out in the distance, 
All right. You might, for me, that's if we find ourselves going out to eat more, if we go on a vacation, I'll kind of need more of a reset. I know I need to come home, recharge, knock it on hours of cardio and, and crazy workouts. I actually need a rest to recharge. I need more food because we were probably eating more than I'm used to. If I go try to cut the things back, my body and my brain say, oh no, like that's restriction, right? So let's get you fed. Let's get your blood sugar balanced, more sleep, get back to all the flood of activity that you have to dive right back into, like after vacation and, and you know, a busy time. And you start to develop though, these protocols for making your way back to health when things get rocky. So I'm just looking for the triggers. Like I said, the storm and the clouds out in the distance where if this goes on another week or two, I'm going to be facing the burnout again, right? I'm going to be snapping at the kids. I'm going to come, you know, it's going to be my cycle and PMS is going to be like a monster time for me. Like, so it's just watching out for these things and then having a protocol and a plan, but then also knowing what your basic nutrition needs are too, which I think is a very, um, it's just like another language for people, right? For in, right? When we've been focused on weight loss, we tend to eat because th these foods are good for weight loss or we're not paying attention at all. And right. it's one of the major drivers of our hormones because it's something we're doing all day, every day. Right. So when you're what you're putting into your body does matter. So if you don't under have an understanding of that, it's really something you should take the time to learn. Right. Yeah. I think there's so much just misinformation out there, but there's also too much information out there and knowing which ones, you know, are right for you and what works for you. I definitely don't believe in like a one size fits all, you know, like approach, but definitely knowing like how your body is reacting to certain types of foods and like how those are affecting your hormones, as you mentioned, and why maybe we're even addicting to certain things. I remember watching this, like, video about like how there's certain things in food that doesn't let you know that like you're full and you're just like eating it and eating it oh, because yeah. like, you know there's just unnatural ingredients and that's, in that's insulin resistance and insulin is a hormone and right. so when we eat too many carbs too often and I just did a whole podcast about this yesterday um when we when we're out of balance and our body is sending too much insulin producing too much it doesn't, it, we're not even able to use our food as energy. And it just, it's like a tolerance with drugs. You have to take more and more and more for your mm -hmm. body to register that it, that's what you're, that's what you're consuming. And so it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. And like you said, everybody is kind of, everybody's different and they need different things. And what I teach in my program um, is what I learned over three years so after I uh, competed for five years, I and totally wrecked my hormones and my thyroid um, doing extreme diets three or four times a year to get down to six to 8% body fat. I stopped that and my, I gained 30 pounds like I did between every show. And it took me three years to figure out how to lose the 30 pounds. And wow. this was, this is what I teach in my program now and how I help women in a short amount of time understand what's going on in their body. What took me so much trial and error. And there wasn't really the internet back then. That's 
how old I am and <laughs> myself a little, but there wasn't much out there. And my profe- my professional, my formal nutrition education taught low fat, low salt, low carb, low calorie, low protein for women, everything that totally whacks out our hormones. <laughs> so, oh yeah. I know the information is crazy out there. Yeah. All right. Well, so you mentioned, you know, you already mentioned you have a program and before we get to how people can work with you and connect with you, I just want to give you the time to also maybe just highlight anything else that you feel is important for anyone that's listening to know about this area. And then I do want you to share about your programs, how people can get more information about your services or whatever you have going on, or even just self-educate themselves with some of the tools that you provide. Yeah, thanks. So what I want everyone to know, if you're listening, that you're not unique in that if you're feeling off, if you're feeling like everyone else has their shit together, except you, that you, you know, there's something wrong with you. If you're waking up in the morning, not rested, low energy, just fighting through, I call it like you're like walking or, or fighting through sludge or mud, right? Where everything just feels hard. I want you to know that you're not alone, that there are so many women out there that feel the same way. And it's not normal when, when you talk to people and you start to conversate and think, well, everyone feels like this. So it must just be normal. We, and this is where we have to live for our time in our life. You know, as we go up into forties and beyond, there are so many things that can be done to reverse the symptoms that you're going through. So don't live in pain and suffering. Take the time though, to focus on what your body needs and, and seek out and, and figure it out because it's worth it. I mean, if you have to live like this, it doesn't just get better and clear up. Like you might think maybe after menopause, it will, or no, it will just get worse and worse. And your body will just keep sending the signals. And if you keep ignoring them, things get worse. So don't let it get that bad. All of these things. I mean, my, the women inside my program too, will testify. They feel better way before the weight even starts to come off. I mean, and and that's cleaning up the habits and nutrition because our body needs certain things to run. And, and it's, it doesn't take that long to start feeling better. That's so true. Awesome. So I'm going to have all of your links in the show notes in the podcast show notes so that they can have your website and your, your programs, your Facebook group that I know I'm in and I'm enjoying that and being in there as well. Are there any other programs that they can check out? Any other tools? I know you have some cup, some couple free resources, quizzes and things like that. Is there anything that you would like to mention? Wait for them, uh, wait for them to plug in with you. Yeah. So you can find my free hormone assessment at gogetemcoach.com. There's a link there. Uh, you can find free resource guides for meal prepping, hypothyroidism, and just what hormones are, are what you need to focus on to lose weight. If you're wondering like, you know, what is, what is it that I should make priority? I have free guides for you there. You can join my Facebook group. Um, if you, if you type resetwithemily.com that should take you to my Facebook and my free group and then go get them coach on Instagram or TikTok. Awesome. And you have a podcast as well, right? For those, for everyone else who's a podcast listener, of course, if they're listening to this, they're, they're listening to podcasts. So what is your podcast called? 
at Go Get Them Radio, and oh. I cover topics from hormones to mindset. Uh, we go through some of my clients' testimonies. I have clients, and then you'll be a guest on mine soon, too. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. So I'll have links to your podcast as well. And oh my goodness, thank you so much. I love everything that you shared. It resonated so much with me because I I can relate to it. I was there before and I know I'm not alone. I think the number one conversation that women will have, um, I know that with my friends, if it's not about their kids, it's usually about their weight and how they're just gaining weight. And I was with some friends of mine this weekend. We went on the boat and three of those friends I've known since we were teenagers. And we talked about how one of them was like so skinny her whole entire life. And we were always like, you know, having her like having her eat because she couldn't gain weight. And then, you know, now she's in her, like about to turn 40 and she's like, not anymore, you know? And we're just talking about, you know, how we're the heaviest we've ever been, or, you know, like it used to be so fun. Like when we were, you know, we could just eat whatever we wanted. Like we went into this topic or if it's not those type of conversations because you're not, you're, you know, you don't have your friends from junior high with you. It's still something relatable to your weight and women tend to like have this talk like oh i'm so fat or like oh my you know here's my fat ass or whatever like we just you know we uh, weight and our bodies is like the number one thing yeah but we just have to remember we have to remember your weight is not who you are it doesn't define you but it is a symptom that something is going on that should be addressed and that's it just i mean just like anything else, if you uh, if you had dry skin, it's the same yeah. thing. It's showing you that something is going on inside your body. So we have to detach and and not be so emotional about it and not need such a quick fix. But yeah. go, you know, what is really going on right. and how do I fix this? Yes. So ladies, if you're listening, go connect with Emily. She's amazing. Connect with her podcast, her free resources, her Facebook group. Just start, even if you're just not ready to really like hire a one-on-one coach or, or you ha- you don't have the money, whatever the case is, you there's still so much available resources. Start, if any of this resonated with you, if Emily's energy and what she talked about resonated with you, plug in with her, reach out to her. I know she'd be glad to have a talk with you or message with you about anything that she can help guide you towards. Emily, so thank you so much. I'm super grateful for you for being on the podcast. I can't wait to connect more with you, be a guest on yours and just collaborate in all the ways. Ladies, she mentioned the word recharge a lot. And I just wanted to plug in. She will be attending the Power Her Women's Retreat this October. So she'll be there as well. And we are definitely going to be talking more about that later on in other upcoming uh, interviews and podcasts, but make sure to check that out. I also have a link for that event in the show notes as well. And thank you guys for being on the Fueled by Gratitude podcast. And thank you, Emily, for being a guest. Thank you, Victoria. This is so great. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fueled by Gratitude. It is my honor and pleasure to give you a weekly dose of some positivity, uplifting words, and some mindset and lifestyle principles that you can use to transform into your best version. If you loved what you heard today, please share this episode with your friends and make sure to check out my woman mindset group called Mad Women link in the comments in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time on another episode.